welcome to episode 100 of the Business of Making podcast. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. Welcome everyone to episode 100 of the Business of Making. This is Deb. I'm with Michaela. Hello. And Jessica. Hello. Oh, Jess. Hello. Oh, Mick. <laughs> um, so we're pretty excited. This is episode 100. We, we have a very loose plan of what we want to do today, which is kind of just reflect on, um, I guess, the story of the podcast and how it's evolved and, you know, what's changed from, <laughs> from, from, you know, when we got started. But before we do, we do that, I wanted to give a couple of shout out to our Patreon. The first one being to Stephanie Butler. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for supporting us. Um, Stephanie is a Patreon, meaning that she contributes every month to the show by giving us a small amount of money <laughs> via patreon.com slash TBOM. You can uh, be like her and do that if you want to go there and all the details are there. And essentially helps us cover the expenses for the show. And it means that when not you know putting weird ads and like sponsored weirdness in the middle of the podcast can i just say (laughs) we were listening to a podcast that my husband listens to i won't mention it it's great but anyway he usually subscribes to the premium version where there's no ads and it's all very above board it's a gaming one and then he got a new phone and there was suddenly an ad in it. And I was like, what's this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't get the premium one just yet. Like I've got to still set it up. And it was <laughs> it was for penis pills for erections. Oh, my God. And you're in the back seat of the car and I'm like, skip it, skip it, skip it. <laughs> so, so, so that's yeah, why, yeah, that's why we have like Patreon that. so we yes. don't have to put ads for that kind of stuff. About yeah. Viagra, sure. yeah. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, whatever, whatever you need is fine. But I was just so like, that's not what they usually talk about. <laughs> it's very strange. Oh, so was it actually them doing the ad or was it one of those yes. weird inserted yes. ones? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. And so thanks, Stephanie, for helping us not having awkward ads in the middle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and so Be like Stephanie. Be like, be like Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. Um, so Stephanie uh, shops or business is called Classy Butterfly and it's at classybutterfly.com and she provides fashionable costume jewelry for gifts and personal wear and also unique gift packaging that include designer inspired handbags and boxes. Now, I actually remember, Stephanie, I think, maybe I'm making this up, but I don't think so, that you joined us for email marketing workshop as well that we did maybe last year. I don't know. We're probably going to be talking about that today actually what we've been doing with the podcast and I think that, that was the year before actually I yeah, think that was 2019 for a long time yeah. yeah maybe it was two years ago but I do remember uh meeting you and your beautiful products then and so it's really lovely to um see that you're still supporting us and uh yeah thank you so much so you can uh find her at classybutterfly.com and I have a second one which is Mircha, I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing your name right. Mircha is one of my members as well, so I hope he won't be too mad. He knows that I'm struggling to pronounce his name. It's M-I-R-C-E-A. I think it pronounced Mircha. Mircha. I'm not going to try again. <laughs> um, and he is uh, a designer and the founder of the shop called amyfoxdesigns.com. And it's called Amy because uh, his daughter, Amy, um, 
in what it's called Amy and Fox because she had red hair when she was born. I love knowing the story behind <laughs> the names. It's super cute. Yeah, Amy Fox. And essentially, Mesh is a, is a self-taught illustrator and he loves cats. So, you know, I understand that. <laughs> and he created graphic designs are all about cats and for cat lovers, by cat, by cat lover. Um, and he prints them on environmentally friendly clothing and accessories. So essentially, if you love cats or you have someone that loves cats and you want to get a gift for that person, he's definitely got something in his shop for you from, you know, T-shirts to bags to pillows and everything else uh, in between. So really, really beautiful um, artwork as well. So you can check it out at emmyfoxdesigns.com. And thank you so much for, for supporting the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to throw in a third one in here. It's not a patron, but I also want to say thank you because it's episode 100 and we know you can't all, you know, support us financially every month and we still love you if you don't it's okay <laughs> um and we are so happy when you leave reviews for us um you know on apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast too so i'm going to read one from deb deb harowitz and she says this is the best maker podcast these ladies are smart know their business are honest and straightforward no hype or clickbait here the advice is spot on and truly helpful if you have a small product-based business there's the first podcast in my ears every release. They are also funny and have great accents. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say a lot of our reviews are quite funny, which is awesome. Yeah, like, I, I think, think it's because we're having fun, so we're always yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's nice. Have you ever wondered how successful your handmade beers is in relation to the industry as a whole? Are you working more or less? Are you earning more or less? Does everyone want to have a full-time business or do some just want a successful part-time gig? How many makers are really making a living online or via markets and shows? Here's your chance to be part of the largest survey of handmade business owners that has ever been done. It's called the State of Handmade. Our first survey was in 2020 and got almost 2,000 responses. We want to make this year bigger and better to reach more people and get a clearer idea of the state of the handmade industry. We're especially curious as to how COVID-19 has affected handmade business this year. We want to hear your story. Head on over to thestateofhandmade.com right now. We want to reach as many people as possible all over the world, so please share this with your friends, colleagues and community. Have your say now, thestateofhandmade.com. So speaking of that, like, okay, so... Yeah, the podcast has been through a few iterations over the years. Who who here listening remembers when we used to do weekly podcasts back yeah. in the beginning? Oh, that was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work, hence why we don't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was really good to get started in the beginning. Like I, it was, yeah. you know, we got a, a lot of podcasts under our belt in that first year and a bit. But um, we're very busy people and uh, we just couldn't keep up with that sort of volume of content. Yeah. Yep. It was a lot. We were like, do we, do we, do we keep going, but then the quality gets crap or do we like mm -hmm. scale back a bit on the, on the quantity and keep the quality intact? So that's yeah. the way we decided to go there. Yeah. That was definitely the first big change. And also we considered, I think we were like, okay, that's too much because we all have full-time jobs and it, it was just honestly overwhelming and we didn't want to become resentful and be like, oh, I don't want to record because it's too much. Mm. And so we, I think we considered doing seasons as well. You know, some podcasts mm. have like season mm. three and it's like 15 episodes, which is more kind of, you can batch it more, but decided it 
to instead keep doing regularly, but just less regularly. When I mentioned that, we were sort of just talking about it the other week too, seasons, and I was like, I'm sure we've talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. and But we take breaks now. So we have like a break twice mm. a year of like a month or something mm. um, where we just, ha- you know, have a So I guess we do two seasons a year. We just don't really call them that. It's yeah. just yeah. continuous except for a few breaks. <laughs> <laughs> So for anyone who doesn't know the history, should we talk about that? Like how we, where it all started? It started because I actually had the idea of creating a conference for makers in Australia, like a very, like a specifically aimed at our handmade business industry. And there have been other, a few other conferences over the years that have been in that niche, but nothing that's been like completely honed in on that particular industry. And I'm like, I'd love to do this, but I don't want to do it alone. So who else can I th- who who can I think of who might be interested in doing this with me? And I thought of these two and emailed them. And I just emailed and I was like, yeah, I want to do an awards. I've been wanting to do that for ages. This sounds better. Let's do this instead. <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out well. Yeah. And Deb, what was what was your thought process there as well? I was just so excited. I think I was mm. like, yeah, nothing like this exists. And I could see it. Like I had this vision mm. straight in my head. It'll be so much fun. And also I was like, thank God you want to do it with other people. Cause that's also something I would have never considered <laughs> doing myself. Like I w- even if the idea came to my mind, it was kind of like, now nah, that's way too much on top mm. of what I already have, but doing it with other people and the right people as well. sounded. It just was kind of a no brainer. I was just like, yeah, I mean, let's chat. Yeah. So literally the podcast was not even on the radar at that stage. It no, was like, right. we're going to do a conference. And then I think like we set up a me- like an online meeting to talk about it. And like a day, it's not like a day beforehand, I sent you, you guys an email saying, hey, just an just a thought, maybe we need to build up a bit of an audience first. What if we start a podcast yeah. to do that, to build up an yeah. audience for the, for the conference? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the podcast <laughs> idea came from. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then what happened? Well, <laughs> we tried to figure out a name. Holy crap. Oh, the name that thing. Took so long. It was so hard. Everything already was taken. We had the crappiest of ideas at times too. And we were like, nah, veto <laughs> <bet all> that. <laughs> you should see our Slack channel. It's like insane the amount of options we went through. Yeah. Because yeah. we're like, we need, you know, the URL, we need a hashtag and we need all so of the social fun, media. Though. It was I want to do that all over again. <laughs> Come up with a name and the branding was yes. so fun. Yeah. Ah, easier times. <laughs> like that was before um, I started my PhD and like was working full time. And <laughs> yes, things have changed for all of us in that time, definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was originally kind of a marketing exercise and a marketing mm. tool mm. for the the prospective conference that has never happened mm. um, for reasons. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we 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 kind of. I have, why I'm just trying to think. I can't actually remember why we decided not to do it. Oh, yes, I can because somebody did something. There was like somebody did like a one-day conference in Melbourne or Sydney that was very similar and we were kind of like. Yeah, but then we were also thinking of just changing track slightly mm-hmm. and doing, remember we were going to do like a tour? Mm-hmm. We are going to do yes. a, because mm-hmm. maybe we couldn't decide where to do it because it was yes. going to be. Because people are from all over, obviously, and we were trying to actually also think about if anyone wanted to come from overseas or New Zealand, like where would be best to have it? And then that was a bit tricky. And then we're like, maybe we could do like a road show. Mm -hmm. We would go around and do a couple of like smaller things. Mm -hmm. And then we thought about the retreat. And then I think we settled on the retreat idea. We We were totally settled. And then kablamo, the world (laughs) exploded. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. And then one thing you definitely could not do was get into a plane and put a bunch of people together in the same room. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'd actually planned, I think at the end of 2019, we'd planned to get together the three of us and actually mm. have our own retreat first because yeah. we wanted to like plan for the years ahead and plan our idea for a retreat and we wanted to get new updated photos so we're not still using the same bloody photos we've been using for three years, uh, which obviously we're I still using. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. Maybe they think we have new ones all the yeah, time. No one said yeah, it's sorry, what? Yet. Shh, it's a secret. <laughs> my hair's not completely different now anyway um yeah so that again was blown out of the water by COVID so Mm. that's it's still on our list though like we still really I think that's what we settled on like we're like we what we what did we really want to do like do we want to do a conference do we want to do retreats and I think in the short term like we're like let's start with retreats because that's something a bit more manageable manageable yeah yeah and it's also a bit more intimate like we can actually get a bunch mm. of people together for you know three to four days whatever and and make real like progress yes. with those people rather than a little bit of progress with a couple hundred people like a lot of progress with you know five to ten people mm. yeah, yeah so that's kind of where we were at and so it's still on the cards once the world has gone back to normal if it ever does um that's something we'd love to we might we're just working on being do. able to travel interstate at the yeah, moment exactly <laughs> Being able to even just get together would be great. Because yeah, we're all in we're all in three different states slash territories. So and the way the borders keep opening and shutting in Australia, you can't you just can't plan ahead right now. So yeah, yeah. it's impossible. So we're just keeping on keeping on. And you know, I think it was um was it the beginning of twenty twenty or the beginning of twenty nineteen when we started the Patreon? Oh, good question. Because we didn't we do that when we went fortnightly? Yeah, yes. So I think that was the beginning of last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's been only a year. No, that's true. Yeah, we Did started we start doing in 2018? That. Right at the end of the year, like in, in November. Yeah, okay. So we'd be going for two in a little bit years. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, so that was kind of like we're taking a lot of time to do this and we all have, you know, other work we need to be doing. Mm. So, you know, let's let's how can we how can we monetize this in some way that's not icky? And that's why we settled on Patreon because we're like, well, let's just let our listeners support us directly rather than running ads or anything mm. else. Mm. And do that extra episode a month. We thought that was probably the best way of doing it. So that's why we kind of decided on the Patreon route rather than doing advertising or selling more products. And let's be honest, selling more products is more work. So um, yeah, <laughs> that's something we at, at this point in time uh, didn't have the time to put in. I mean, thank God we didn't because obviously COVID hit. And I mean, all right, so when COVID hit, I'll be honest and say 2020 was actually a really excellent year for me. <laughs> it actually, I had a really, really good year, but you two had some real shit That's hit the so fan much. in your lives <laughs> in 2020. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before. I don't yeah. really want to go into it again. <laughs> I just blocked it out of my brain. So if you would like to know more about that, you can go back a few episodes. I'm pretty sure we covered it in our resolutions episode maybe or like the end of the year from 2020 episode. I'm not sure. There's even maybe one called COVID-19. <laughs> well, we did yeah. wrapping up 2020 part one and part two. So oh, yeah, that would have been there somewhere. So yeah. if you want to yeah. hear all about our woes, you can go back yeah. and listen there. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd I like think, to just move forward. Yeah. This, um, the podcast as well has been an interesting exercise as to realising how much work there is and even something that you know are fairly... I'm not going to say skilled at doing because I didn't have a podcast before, but like we have, we had the knowledge and the resources that we needed Mm. to get that up and running pretty quickly. Like, you know, from 
not even just the brand and the marketing experience and the building the website, the podcast, like everything. We knew how to do all of these things. And to some capacity, we all had been doing it for years on our own. And it's like still was more work than I think we thought it would be. Like it's mm-hmm. one of, you know, this is one of those like emotional decisions that you're like, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. So your brain is sure that it's actually going to be barely, actually it'll make me let work less if I start this podcast, you know, like you start, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this weird thing that you're like, I'm so excited. But then you're like, oh yeah, actually we have to like record and edit and post and social media and all of this stuff. And it Mm -hmm. it does add up. So I think it's been an interesting kind of like transition into like, maybe I'm not saying COVID was a blessing, definitely not, but it's been interesting to be able to like find a new kind of rhythm with it and go, okay, Mm -hmm. we're going to go bi-weekly. We're going to have a Patreon. And then slowly when the world's be open, we can consider doing more. But I think that going too fast, too quickly would have been too fast, too quickly. No, that's not the expression. <laughs> <laughs> too strong, too quick, whatever. You know what I mean? Would yeah. have been probably overwhelming. And I, I can see mm. on my end, at least I would have been like, this is too much. I can't take it on. Or some other part of my other business would have had to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, this is definitely a passion project for us at this stage. Mm. Like mm. we're not making really any money. I mean, you know, split three ways. <laughs> We're covering I think $250 each or something. Yeah. We've put more money in this yeah. business than we, we haven't made a profit yet. Like we haven't no. paid ourselves no, more no. than we've invested in initially. No, yeah. we're covering our costs at the moment. I think But we also don't it. care. That's also not kind of the point. Mm. No, exactly. Um, that's my point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. Like if 10 million people started listening and, and contributed to Patreon and we could all retire our other jobs and just do this full time. Sure. I would say yes. <laughs> I would say I'd, yes to- I'd totally be happy to go back to doing weekly podcasts if that was the case. <laughs> I don't know if I would say yes. <laughs> I like my job. <laughs> Mikhail, I, mean, like, yes, I still sure, want to do sure, that sure, PhD. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that would be great. But when, and we're not in any, you know, we're not under any illusions that that's probably going to happen. You never know. Never know. Um, Tell your friends about us, everyone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just found another. I'm going to be reading reviews because why not? Let's have a review like, festival here. Um, this one, we pasted it without the name of the person who's actually wrote it. So this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to apologize for that. Uh, whoever you are, thank you so much because that's a really great one. Oh, it makes me really happy. I think it'll make you really happy too. So it says, I love listening to these ladies. They have done to earth personalities and give us no fluff, uh, give give us no fluff with running a handmade business. I loved episode 83. I don't know which one it is, but apparently a good one. And it inspired <laughs> me to start my Etsy shop. And I've had five sales in my first month while using the tips of SEO and maximizing it. Thank you, ladies, for making such a helpful podcast and being honest and fun to listen to. Okay. Episode 83 is why sell on venues like Etsy. Oh, there you go. Okay. Mm. That was the one where I'm like, I don't know. You guys tell me. How do you do this? How do you do this? What does this mean? What is Etsy? Well, it's interesting. I actually just put a post. By the time this episode goes out, it'll be like a month or something since I put that post. But I put a post in our Facebook group saying like, like, what is it that you list, like you enjoy about the show? Like what keeps mm. you coming back? We'd really love to know what keeps you coming back to this show like what is it about our particular podcast that you enjoy that that perhaps elevates it above other podcasts you listen to um, that's a great question because i tend to um sort of go in seasons i guess between different podcasts like mm-hmm. i was listening to amy Porterfield a lot a few years ago 
when I was really into the business a lot. But now I'm listening to teaching in higher ed because that's obviously what I'm doing in my <laughs> business. Um, but I don't tend to actually switch between because they do, they, they hook me in and I keep wanting to listen to the same sort of stuff. So it'd be super interesting to know why people continue, like, you know, mm. don't switch over to somebody else or or if they do what brings them back again yeah Mm. it's as a podcaster it's really interesting to hear that like what is the point of difference that you are as a listener picking up and that's keeping you coming back to the Mm. show over and over Mm. again because we all have the things yeah like we all have things that we listen to and like i listen i've you know i almost never listen to business podcasts anymore I just feel like every single time I turn one on, it's just telling me something I already know, Yeah, which can be useful. Like it can be useful to to um, have stuff reiterated to you. I find it if you're reading because I'm like, yes, I'm still not fucking implementing it. Yes. I know. Yes, <laughs> that is the other thing it does. Absolutely. So generally, I, you know, I listen to current affairs podcasts and other podcasts. But, um, yeah, so it's really interesting actually. Yeah. And I think we've had a little, not identity crisis, but also a little bit of a different in what we were doing with the podcast mm. our first it was very chatty very lofty very giggly it still very much is that but like we've giggled a hundred times already in this one but then we had a run of a few episodes or a couple of months there where we were definitely more how to step-by-step things and and kind of teach we, we got into more of a teaching style mm. and then that also turned out to be more work because we had to do more prep for it <laughs> <laughs> okay. and then we kind of got back to a bit of a mix because of the patreon thing where essentially the Patreon only episode is not always teachy and like step by steppy. These are two adjectives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> teachy and yes, step by steppy. <laughs> but it tends to be a bit more than our general uh, chat stuff. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So we yeah. kind of have that double kind of vibe because it and and I'm wondering what people love most. And I'm guessing yeah. they're happy with that balance. Mm. Yeah, like what tell us what you want to hear more of. Yeah. Yeah. Also because it kind of is what it is. It's like it's a bunch of girlfriends getting together and talking about handmade business essentially. Mm. So sometimes it's more chatty and like not philosophical, but more kind of like, you know, asking questions we don't necessarily have the answers to and just going like, oh, that's interesting. Let's talk about that. And others, it's kind of like your girlfriend taking you to a cafe and going like, oh, yeah, I can show you how to build a website. Like Mm. let's grab a coffee and I'll show you, you know. Mm. So I think that's the way I'm looking at it and I'm hoping this is what like seeps through, (laughs) but I have no idea. I remember one of our first things of feedback was something around like we laugh too much or our laughs were annoying. So unlucky, we're going to keep laughing. (laughs) So if that's your feedback, sorry, we're not going to take it on board. But any other feedback, please give it to us. We'll listen (laughs) and and implement. Look, I think that's a really important point about, like your ideal customer we're here to have fun like Mm. this is not our main business for any of us this is twofold it's for us to have fun i mean michaela has uh, works at the university she has colleagues and stuff me and deb are like at home by ourselves all day but you know what i didn't when we started you didn't that's right yeah i think that's really interesting to note because this was like a lifeline for me Mm. and then after like six months then i started working full-time and moved into an office with colleagues and that yeah, was mm. like it just made everything so different. Yeah, to have people around, it was like amazing. Yeah. Like we just love this. Op- like you know, when we get on to record, we always chat for like half an hour about our mm. lives and what's going on with our businesses, and it's just an opportunity for us to connect with each other. And then we're like, mm. then we you know hit the record button and start talking about stuff to help you as well. Mm. And so it's kind of twofold for us. You know, we we're here to enjoy 
each other's company and talk about stuff that we care about. And we want to share that with you in the hope that it will, you know, resonate with you and help you as well. So I guess that's mm. kind of the, the point of the show as well is to just not take it so seriously. Mm. You know, it doesn't yeah. have yeah. to be all like, this is business advice, one on one, you know, like. Because I, I yeah. something, well, me especially probably says I'm really dumb. So like, don't take everything as like, wow, she really thinks so-and-so about so-and-so. I'm like, no, I probably don't even remember saying that. I'm really sorry. (laughs) 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 It's just a snapshot in time. I'm worried now. It's funny because I (laughs) know what I like about the, uh, that's not true as well, Michaela. You're absolutely not. Stop apologizing when you haven't done anything (laughs) wrong. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, this is imposter syndrome. Um, But I think what I like is that we agree on like the foundation, I feel, of out of a conversation. Mm. Like we agree like on terms like values and like how things should be, but then we sometimes disagree on how you would implement or the tactic level kind Mm. of stuff. And I like that because it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I agree, but also you could do it this Mm. way. And I kind of like those like, I don't think we've ever had like a serious disagreement. I think there was Mm. one and I can't even remember. It was about naming and you shouldn't put the word creative at the end of your business name. Because, oh, is, that, is that what it was? Yeah. That? <laughs> because my business name is Damage Creative, so I got quite defensive about it. <laughs> I don't remember that it was about that. Yeah, I'm definitely on you the side of You two both had that. some, you had a rant one day, to, the two of you. It was hilarious. And I was just like playing referee. I can't remember what it what was. What were we yeah. ranting about? I don't know. You two oh. were like disagreeing about something. And I was like, oh, okay, what do I do? Anyway, I no, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I don't remember. Does anyone else remember? Who knows? But see, now this is the thing. This is why I actually. In the, like, let's going back to the beginning again. That's why I reached out to you two because there's so much crap in this industry. There's so much bullshit, and you were the two people who did not ping my bullshit meter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who can I trust to work with on this thing? Who are as down to earth as I am about this, and just like not into the whole. Let's sell a course for two thousand dollars to people who really don't need to be paying two thousand dollars to learn this stuff. They mm. could learn on Google. Although you know, mm. there's just that sort of yeah. there's a there's a lot of overlap between the people in the infopreneur world and mm-hmm. um, the handmade business world. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that per se, but mm. there is yeah. Like <laughs> I think you know. I think it's really important you're aware of your customer. You're aware of your target audience, right? Mm. And like I always say, I would rather help a thousand people who can pay me a hundred dollars than help a hundred people who can pay me a thousand dollars. Like that's mm. my goal with my my teaching business. I want to help mm-hmm. more people, and so my prices are lower, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, and that's how. And so because I because we realize that. People are human beings. Yes. They're not dollar signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. sort of like the thing that glues us all together in how we conduct our business and how we sell online and how we interact with yeah. people as well. I think that there's people that would hear that and like and say, well, I'm also delivering better value at a thousand bucks or whatever than at 20 or something. Therefore, I'm helping those people more. I think we just disagree with that because we, I like, the courses and things that I would sell for 30, I would probably do the same for a thousand. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of people actually just put the price up without putting the actual value of their stuff Mm -hmm. up. And I think that's why we all agree. It's kind of weird because it's like, you're just pricing it higher because you want to make more money, not because it's necessarily more valuable. And also it prices people out of the market. It's like, if you want to improve the world, as in bring up a whole lot of people, i.e., you know, what we're talking about with women in business and what I was mentioning in a previous episode about re-entering the labor force and participating in the workforce. I can't do that by 
making five women do it because they can afford to pay me $10,000, yeah. you yeah. know, like yeah. that's not going to improve anything on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think something that the reason I was like, yeah, I'll go into doing a conference or, you know, like a business essentially with you. Cause that's, you know, very, it was like our first meeting was zoom, but then the second meeting was like at a bank <laughs> <laughs> to open a bank account together. And, you know, it was like, this is serious. Like we're in business together. Like legally, yeah. Well, you have a like partnership. That. Yeah. Yeah. We have a partnership. Yeah. And so I think that my, the only thing that I had to ask myself was like, I don't care if we end up disagreeing on how to do business and there's, disagreement about that which there hasn't been anyway but it was like is the ethics level mm. like aligned like do we share values that are is like because I never want to be stuck in a business that's kind of doing things in a way that make me icky and mm. uncomfortable and like make me feel like I'm showing up in a way that is not exactly who I am or want yeah. to be in this world and so that was like the baseline it was like okay now these girls are good we, we're good with that where I know that wouldn't be the case with others Yes. Yeah. I mean, we did it all legally. We have a business contract. We have a business partnership. We wanted to do it properly from the Mm. beginning, you know, to make sure that everybody was protected and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it's, I agree that I think ethics is so important in business and there's a lot of dodgy stuff out there. And you know, what I see as dodgy, other people may not see as dodgy. Like there's people probably listening now going, well, I pay a coach $5,000 a month and it's made a huge difference to my business and it's been amazing. that's fine because you've got the value from it. Exactly. You know, if you get that value from it, great. But you know, I don't think all of their clients would be getting that value. Maybe it depends on the coach, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, maybe it's a great coach, but I think it's also like um, likely that there's more people listening to us right now that have purchased a course for X amount of dollars, hundreds or thousands, and are listening to us right now going, yeah, it wasn't worth that amount. Mm-hmm. More likely than, you know, the amount of people who did get high value from a higher price. Mm-hmm. Thing. And you anyway. know what, I don't, I don't always think that this is even the, the fault or whatever we want to talk about of the person offering the service because this mm-hmm. is kind of what my research goes into is that I have a theory that it's implementation and if you're not coaching implementation, then, like, it doesn't matter how good the business, uh, like, fundamental education is, mm-hmm. if that person's not going to implement Mm-hmm. then there's mm-hmm. nothing you do, you know? So like you got to, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just a funny thing. Yeah. Well, this is why I always say I'm not a coach. I'm a teacher. Mm. Yes, I, I'm not because you can't force people to do no, things. No, I, I think. I it's think their responsibility. I don't think you can be a coach unless you're working with somebody one-on-one mm. because you mm. actually need to work with that person where they are and, you know, help them implement stuff. Whereas a teacher there is that element as well, but it's more I'm I'm offering you information. Yeah, I'm facilitating your learning. You know, I'm yeah. offering you mm. information in a way that I hope mm. resonates with you and will like hit your brain mm. in a way that will work for you. But mm. at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to implement what the information I'm giving you. Um, so it's a different dynamic, I think, for mm. sure. And yeah, coaching is not something I'm you know, I enjoy like in my, in the Thriver Circle, I do like the one-on-one sort of, you know, uh, shop critiques and business intensives. And I really love doing that stuff, mm. but it's not what I want my main thing to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree. And it's, there's a, there's definitely a definition issue around that, mm. like teacher, coach, consultant mm. as well. Like lots of people would be like, oh, can you tell me what I should do exactly? And even a coach shouldn't answer that question. That's not the role of the coach mm-hmm. is to actually ask you more questions so that you can figure out the answer. The consultant, you pay even more <laughs> because he comes in and he looks at everything and makes a recommendation and then might implement it or someone else might. But like there's, these are different things that you pay for d- different amount for, yeah. you know, and I think that there's a lot of uh, 
not lying, but kind of not really being super honest in our industry with people that pretend that they're going to be like the coach or the consultant or whatever, but essentially they're just a teacher and, and the value isn't quite where the price is. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't align. But, you know, it's also because they're getting taught that yes. from all the entrepreneurs, you know, they've they've done the $2,000 course and they've been taught how to sell something for $2,000. So Yeah, and they're forgetting powerful. about who their customer is. Mm. Like it's it's so I easy. I feel like we are, I, didn't we do this like very, very early in our Maybe. episodes, like episode two or something was all about who to yes, trust. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like, you know. Like, just think about that. Like, you know, before you fork out money to anybody, including us, just absorb all their free content. See mm. if, if they're, if you vibe with them. Are they the right teacher for you, the right coach for you, the right whatever for you? And if they are, great. And if they're not, you know, move on to somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, there's a very big difference between the infopreneur world. It's a bit of a, I think it's a bit of a pyramid scheme, like, um, infopreneurs teaching other infopreneurs how to sell more information to other people. And so once you've done one of the trainings, you can spot it anyway. You're like, oh, yeah, yep, yep. here's the hook and here's the turn and here's the (laughs) marketing bit and the pitch and the hero story and the webinar. I started, it was just like you. The scarcity to make sure that I feel like I'm missing out if I don't buy now. And then you start doing it to other people. Yeah. And look, we still, they're all marketing tactics. And I've, I'll be honest and say, I've probably used most of them in somewhere or another. I mean, marketing tactics work, but I think it's very easy to get swept up in the system mm-hmm. as in like here's the system to follow and lose sight of your customers and how like the the people that they are yeah mm. and what you're trying to help them do like what are you trying yeah. to help them do mm. yeah so and and i mean most of you listening obviously probably not on our side of of the coin there you're probably not teaching other people but you are learners and so hopefully some of this has given you a bit of an insight into mm. <laughs> into that side of the industry and what to sort of be aware of and yeah. think about when you are, you know, choosing who to learn from. Mm. I think what this, well, not I think, sorry, I hope that what this podcast does as well is obviously we're not, you know, selling any information. I mean, we do have an email marketing workshop if you want to <laughs> go and get that. We're so crap at promoting that, honestly. Oh, my God. I don't look at us promoting that. Just like, oh, by the way, we do have this one thing. I don't even know where people go to find it. On our website. Under workshops. There you go. No, but I, I, yeah, we we don't, you know, this is not the main thing. Like we kind of give free information and free conversation and like some sort of like, yeah, we facilitate your learning. But I forgot what I wanted to say. I'm sorry. Really good points. <laughs> now I'm just, I'm just right. like going to that show. La, 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 la. We'll just do some hold music while Deb's brain comes back online. Oh, no. da, 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 yeah, da, no, it's gone. Da, 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 it will come da, back da. if you start chatting again. Okay. We'll do that. Now Michaela's yawning. It's all going downhill, no, people. <laughs> but I mean, uh, would you do it again? Do what again? The podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah, because oh, we're still doing we're it. Still doing it. This is the if thing. You like, if you're still you doing it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you are still doing it, it means that every morning you wake up and you decide to do it again, yeah. doesn't it? Like you just, except for us, it's not every morning. It's whenever we record. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like if we're still doing it, then I means yeah. And I think I like that as well is that we, and I think it's important if you're also considering going in business with someone else, mm-hmm. maybe it's another crafter, maybe you want to have a sort of collective, maybe it's someone that's got different skills to you that's going to be doing the business and marketing when you do the actual making. It's important to really ask yourself those questions and like ethics, morals, mm-hmm. values, is this all in our and do we have different working style and how is it going to work? And most importantly, because you can like, fix everything with just good communication style and being able to to 
to talk and say like, look, the last month has been really difficult because of this and that, and I felt drained because of that. And so can we reorganize this? Mm. Or, you know, I don't know, just having like those honest conversations, which um, I think this should be like number one criteria when you go into business or podcast mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with someone. Yeah. yeah totally. And we do that regularly, like, you know, touching mm-hmm. base and talking about what's happening in our lives and do we need to rejig things and, you know, all mm-hmm. that sort of jazz. So, Oh, I just remembered. <laughs> yeah. So we're not selling information on the podcast, but I'm hoping that what the podcast does is also giving you a sense that there is a million different ways you can make this business of yours, this handmade business of yours mm-hmm. work for you. Because I feel, and that's why I, I was thinking about that when we were still talking about the infopreneur thing, a lot of what I don't like with what's out there in like, you know, in general is that people will fit you into a box and say, this is the exact formula you need mm. to do with your business or whatever. And it won't work for every kind of product because handmade is broad. Mm-hmm. Like some of you sell stickers and others sell like blankets that it took you 10 hours to make. Like, you know, it's it's just not going to work for everyone the same. And I feel, and because they're learning from those other entrepreneurs who sell things that aren't even handmade, like everyone just trying to have a formula for business mm-hmm. and there is no such thing. And I'm just hoping that this podcast is kind of giving you like, yeah, tools, and definitely strategies and things because we do talk about that and and you know yeah business basics and marketing knowledge but beyond that i hope it's showing you that we also are sometimes recommending things slightly different to one another and there's no right or wrong and like you have to make your own way and no one is going to give you the answer mm. and i feel like if you go into business hoping that you're going to find the coach the consultant the teacher the whatever that's going to give you the perfect answer problem <laughs> yeah stop looking for a guru basically yeah you're your own guru it's like yeah it's like um stop looking for answers and start asking better questions and lots of them <laughs> so that you can get answers from different people and then you and then you know it's what makes sense to you and doesn't and a bit of gut feeling too helps yeah i feel like there's like if you think about a house like the foundations business foundations are the same no matter what but then you can choose what you want to build on top of that you know are you going to build you know a modern glass and wood framed house are you going to build something out of brick Mm. and stone like you know what you build Mm. on top of those business foundations is totally up to you Mm. yeah I was just going to ask something yes (laughs) (laughs) bringing it back around to uh, how far we've come and everything we've kind of as I just said we kind of reverted back to what we talked about in an early episode um but shall we just briefly mention before we wrap up like where we're going yeah do we know where we're going what are we doing what's our plan we're still doing the state of handmade at this stage Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. survey Mm -hmm. um well i mean how did we come up with that i think it was like related to your research and no we did it before that no, uh, we just to, wanted you to were know. Do a survey yourself, yeah. and then you were like, and then we were like, oh, this is something we could do on the podcast. And you were like, well, yeah, actually, that does sound like a lot of work. And if we do it on the podcast, we divide it up. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and it's sort of the survey has nothing to do with my research. No, as in, but sure, it was, I can use the results. Yeah, but. it was data collection. Like we're like, there's no data. Let's just who's going to collect it? Well, no one else is. Let's do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was you. Yes, I'm sure Probably. you were. Like, yeah, 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 it was Jess. That's what I was saying. Oh, Jess. Jess was Sorry, like, I thought you said my name. I'm like, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> I, don't, I, didn't I think it. we 
we're all pretty nerdy and study survey kind of stuff and we love that stuff and we, we're missing the data. I remember sharing with you as well, Jess, a, a survey by the membership guys about membership yes. size. That's what we ran. Yes. Called, called the state of membership or something yes. like that. <laughs> and, and then like, it be fun decided- if we did that for our... For the, our community. You decided to do it with Create and Trend. Oh, You're going to do the survey on your own. That's and then right. you popped you it like, into maybe Slack. We could do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's then you popped it into Slack and we're like, unless we could do it with a podcast because that actually aligns with kind of the mission. It's like well aligned that's with right. like, what we want to do with a podcast and it'll be work, less work for me. Basically, everything like, ever yeah. is Jess's idea and we just <laughs> run with it. We're like, yep, cool. Yep, cool. Yep, cool. <laughs> And I'm so happy for you that we split it three ways because so if you had to do all that work oh alone, you would have done it. Oh, my God. Imagine that data day when no, we were doing it like no, all day. No. Oh, it was more than one yeah, data day. It, it was data days. Yeah. It was pretty That was when days, I was yeah. at my mom's house with the computer in the room where my husband and I had the mattress on the floor plus our TV <laughs> and both kids were home from school because of COVID and it was awesome. Yeah. That's one word for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, so where are we going? Like, uh, I think we've kind of established that we do want to do a retreat one day when we can. Mm. Yeah, I think at the moment, or in my head, this is a a meeting being recorded because obviously we haven't really defined that. But in my head at the moment, we're kind of on hold because of the whole kind of world being on hold with retreats and Mm -hmm. traveling and all. So at the moment, we're doing a podcast as good as we can do it. And it's twice. Oh, no, it's three times a month, sometimes four if there's more weeks. <laughs> but it's bi-weekly. We have an exclusive every month for Patreon and we do a survey every year and then we haven't really defined anything beyond that because everything is kind of like... Yeah, yeah. We're sort of, I guess we're kind of like okay, a lot yeah. of people, it's the whole holding pattern thing. Mm. Like yeah. we just we want to keep doing the podcast and keep enjoying that for now and we're happy to just focus on that and then hopefully, you know, in the future if things change, we can kind of maybe branch out from that, maybe do something a little bit different, but we're enjoying just doing this for now and staying, you know, kind of on the topic that we're on. And, you know, we'll bring in, I think it'll be really interesting over the years to bring in Michaela's research that she's doing. Tell us about your PhD, Michaela. Okay, well, I am doing a PhD on creative women in business. This all sounds very familiar to you all because this you are are the people who I would like to talk with. (laughs) (laughs) Creative women in business and specifically around their financial outcomes and their lived experiences and how those lived experiences affect those financial outcomes. So comparing women who are making a lot of money, like 200K a year versus those who are only making 7K a year, like what are they doing differently? Is it lifestyle stuff? Is it psychological stuff? Is it their well-being? Is it the products that they're selling? Like just all of this stuff about their lived experience and what support they have and da-da-da. So it builds on the survey that we have done, but it's uh, much more qualitative and I'll be doing interviews and in-depth stuff with that. Um, And hopefully then looking at what then is needed and that will be relevant to all of us here and also, you know, government departments. So what's needed to be able to get women to succeed in this industry and men too mm-hmm. <laughs> predominantly i'm looking at women <laughs> yeah so yeah so at what uh, yeah. what point are you going to start sort of looking for people well, that is a good question according to my timeline i should be uh getting everyone to do my survey right now but i am yet to get ethics approval and before i get ethics approval i have to do the research integrity training mm-hmm. through uc but it's currently o week week one 
uh, of teaching, so that's not happening right now. So I have to set a date for myself to do my research integrity training. Once I've ticked that off, then I can apply for ethics. That usually takes, it can take a couple months mm -hmm. usually. Um, in that time, mm -hmm. I can build the survey. Haven't started doing that yet, so I'm going to have to start building the survey. And then I'll be ready to be like, everyone, except not really everyone, everyone in Australia, please take my survey. <laughs> and then I'll yeah. be um, analysing all that data and choosing um, probably around 12 people to do in-depth interviews with. And then I'm creating an um, audio documentary series from that from the data like cool. around their narratives and stuff well do we get access to the audio documentary series yeah man that's like how i'm disseminating the work do we get to so you don't publish will it not be like a fat ass book for your well <laughs> yes and no research so dissertation is what that's called yeah. if anyone yeah, is interested book. in doing a phd you can do a traditional dissertation which is i think between 80 and 100 thousand words which mm -hmm. is the big ass book um, or you can do a creative work or it's called a non-traditional research outcome, NTRO, and then you have to do a exegesis with it, which is a shorter, only 40,000 words. Oh, thing that goes I didn't know yeah. that was a thing. It's a thing. That's cool. um, and I'm planning to publish chapters along the way as well, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So then by the time I have to defend my thesis mm -hmm. like most of it should be published already and then they'll be like yeah sure cool no worries you're through so you're can we can we publish this audio thing on the business of making podcast yeah of course like once it's all published it's like out there and the more we share cool. it the better yeah cool so mm -hmm. listen awesome. out for that in about what six years time <laughs> yeah. actually, i feel like i'm running out of time because i'm doing part time which gives me eight years but i'm actually two and a half years in already so wow <laughs> i have to i have to hurry up okay yeah so keep an ear out for when we uh, call out for Michaela's uh, for research. What were they called? Subjects? Research subjects? Participants. Participants in her research if you want to be part of Michaela's PhD. I don't really PhD. like saying participants because this is the other thing, like in terms of feminist theory, frame, like the framework, um, you shouldn't really study people as if they're things, you know, like <laughs> it needs to be like more of a relationship. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all... Complicated, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, subject, I don't really like that word either. It makes me feel weird. Yeah. Like there's a king in it. The people I'm researching. How about that? But it's right. like the people that are part of my research. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to come up at some stage. We're going to be talking about what Michaela's learning in her research mm. on the show as well, which will be really interesting. And obviously, Deb and I will just keep drawing from our own experience, me running my own handmade business and working with makers and Deb working with makers as well. So there will be things to talk about, no doubt, going to the future. I wonder, sure. I, I'm curious as to where things will be when we hit episode 200. Holy, Cause who we'll, knows? Because we will. We're committed. Yes. I think Deb has a, has a dog barking in the background. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I have a dog barking, so I just muted myself because um, it was very loud. I'm sure you guys maybe heard that a little bit. And then I wanted to talk, but, um, yeah. Bark, you can talk bark. now. <laughs> you can talk now. Yeah, he's gone now, I think. Probably. <laughs> yeah, 200. That's so funny. Maybe we should do a little – well, that's two years. No, way. If we do three episodes, let's do math live oh, on yeah, the show. Right. Three <laughs> do we times have to? 36 per year. So it's like three and a bit years from now we'll hit 200. Okay. Wow, that I'll feels like I've almost finished my research. Yeah, you I'll will. That's like, insane. I'll be in that stage where it's like, I have 40,000 words to go. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Hopefully I'll be almost done by then. <laughs> yeah. So it's a way away. I can't even, yeah, predict. Yeah, like that's too much. Like three and a half years, that's like that. My brain's like, I can't do this. Don't know. Too far in the future. <laughs> Definitely. Maybe we'll all be overseas by then. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. But again, a big, big thank you to all of you for listening to us. <laughs> As we giggle away on the show um, and for supporting us as well, um, you know, and I mean, I mean that in two ways, like the Patreons, obviously, thank you guys so much because you really are supporting us financially and making sure we can keep going. Uh, but also all of you guys leaving reviews, uh, this helps us for actually the podcast ranking, like, to be honest, that's very important, <laughs> but also helps us uh, because we see how much you love it and, it and it keeps us going because we we get super excited when we read those reviews. So thank you so much. Uh, if you've been listening and that's how you're supporting us or listening and supporting us on Patreon. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're definitely going to be keeping going for, well, hopefully another hundred and more episodes. <laughs> And let us know as well. We, you can find us. We have a community for this um, for this podcast at um, what is it? The business of making slash Facebook. Please let us know. Uh, we'll post something the week this gets released to celebrate the fact that it's episode one hundred. Let us know what you love most about the show. I think this is the question that really we asked and we kind of want the answer mm-hmm. the most. Um, why do you keep coming back to it? And what do you want us to uh, do more of, less of? What do you enjoy? Um, so that we can do that for you. We'd love to know. Thank you all so much for yes. listening. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.